Hello again, everybody. This is Lance Russell with Championship Wrestling with another big week. Join us right now. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Double Drop Kick Show. I'm Heath Mulliken. And I'm Mark Whitt. <laughs> hey, hope everybody's doing great. We, uh, it was good to be back recording. We did our movies episode, and we have gotten some really good feedback. Let me say for the record, you care if everybody's doing great. That's right. I don't care. You don't care. How any of you are doing. <laughs> Um, and most I'm of them don't kidding. care that you don't care. I'm just kidding. So if you, if you missed it, go back and listen to, uh, we're doing the 30 day movie challenge and, uh, we talked about one through 10 and I'm actually, I'll post the picture in the show notes. I couldn't find it, but I, I finally found it. I'll post it in the show notes so you can see the entire list of 30, but we had some comments, uh, our good friend, Carrie Trainum mm-hmm. on Twitter, Sent us some of his answers, and so I wanted to go over those and have a discussion, mm-hmm. and then because uh, he's right about one of those, and yeah, I, and it, it, I should have thought about it. Yeah, and uh, one of our patrons, Joe Brown, also uh, he happened to be at a guy's weekend when um, we released that episode, and that was one of their. Think about this, Mark. You and I record a podcast, and a bunch of guys sitting around a bonfire, a state away. Uh-huh. That's what they talked about. They talked about what we talked about. That's awesome, man. We're influencing the world. I've always always kind of known that. The next thing I suspect is that presidential debate number two will be Trump and Biden talking about this list. <laughs> that be and they, neither one of them will, will, will they'll go. This is completely ridiculous that he likes such and such a movie. <laughs> President President Trump, Heath Mulliken, and Mark Whitman both agree that The Exorcist is a scary to movie. What would you wrong? Wrong. And Joe Biden. I'm not scared of anything. Joe, what do you say? Well, you <laughs> yeah, know, I said I'm not scared of anything. I'm not scared. Well, as a as a faithful Catholic, I think it's important that we, uh, what does that say? Uh, the, you know the thing. You know the thing. Look, here's the deal. Here, listen, man. Come on. Here's the deal, man. He needed, listen. He had to jump out that window. Come on. What is he going to do? I mean, listen. Jim Carrey's so good as Joe Biden. I haven't when seen it, that. You haven't when he because he keeps saying that. Hey, look, here's the deal. Yeah. <laughs> he has his go-to to refocus. Yeah, himself. I don't listen. I'm not saying this to be political. No, but but Biden had a. I saw a video of a. He was having a a rally. Uh huh. And there was nobody there. Yeah. And the teleprompter is basically this like ten foot screen, and he's just reading. It's like, hello, how's everybody doing? And he's reading it off the screen, but people, I don't know if it's, they're all honking their horns, and you can't hear what he's saying. Right. Anyway, that's just kind of like the real debate. There's another just. Yeah, they just honk <laughs> the another, horn at each there's other. There's another just honking horns at each other. So this is what Kerry said. His, uh, his movie that reminds him of his childhood was Dead Poets Society. I get that. Uh, wait, we don't just brush through them. I get, yeah, I like. I remember watching that movie. A Did lot you go later. see it with us? We went as a group. Uh, 
I can't imagine that I was part of the nerd troop that got yeah, together. Yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Saw Dead Poet Society. But I may have. I Merlo, know. Teasley, I think, uh, you know, Brad, me, Brad Carey, uh, maybe Derek. Yeah. Maybe uh, I did go. Charles I, I think Charles E. went and saw it with us. I could have. I don't know. I, I really don't know. Um, but I know that I saw it many, many times. Yeah. Then and was probably, like a lot of people, influenced. Yeah, it, it's gonna spoiler movie. alert. It shows up in my. It, it shows up on my list in another place, probably an unexpected place. And there's a really cool story behind that. Dead, yeah, Dead Poet Society. Um, I think what that was the first time any of us had seen Robin Williams do anything serious. That's true. He had been Mork from Mork. That's what people don't understand. They. They were a lot of these kids that's looking back at Robin Williams. They saw those other movies. I knew Robin Williams is Mort for Mort. Yes. And then all of a sudden you go, "What? Robin Williams can act?" Right. What? You just you didn't think. Spoiler alert: Robin Williams might show up on our list later on. You never know. Yeah, Robin Williams. He he's multiple times in my list. Um. Would you say he's underrated? He. <laughs> That's what you always ask me. Would you say he's underrated? I'd say Ron Williams is about where he's supposed to be. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say what you're going to say. Yeah. Um, number two, opening scene, he said Saving Private Ryan and then mm. also uh, Goodfellas. I'd actually, when I was going down the list of the greatest opening scenes, both of those like were honorable mentions for me. Like they were, when I was thinking, man, the best opening, the, the both of those were on my mind as well. What's the opening scene of Goodfellas? It's uh, as far back as I can remember. All I ever wanted was to be a gangster. Oh, it right. It shows the little, and they're stabbing Tommy Bass. Oh, and, right. Uh, and then it goes through him and Joe Pesci as kids. And, oh, gotcha. You know. uh, Pre-1970 movies, The Searchers, which I've great not movie. seen. That's a great. That's, I uh, have your DVD. That's a movie it. where John Wayne um, plays the villain. Right. So, yeah, if you haven't seen this, that's one of John Wayne's best films. Great, great movie. Um, the first movie he saw in the theater, Any Which Way But Loose. Classic. That's cool. That's wild that that's the first movie he saw in the theater. Uh, opening night, he says OG Batman. He was there, but this was what movie you wish you had been there for opening night. Maybe he's just... Bat, this is how long ago... Batman... I interrupted you. I'm so sorry. I'm used to it. Go ahead. Batman 89. We went... It was at Belvedere Cinema. The smallest uh -huh. movie. That's before we had the good movie theaters. No, I saw it in Clemson. Was it at the Astro? Yeah, I saw it in Clemson at the Astro. And I remember me and Charles Privet and um, I think Derek. Huh. I think we all went and saw it. Interesting. Uh, wedding, uh, uh, excuse me, mo movie he's seen the most for weddings and a funeral, which I've That's never seen. That's an interesting choice for a wedding you've seen. Or he quotes seen that all the time on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, quote, uh, I'm having a ball, scrapping, yelling, mixing it up, living it every minute with this dang crew from the Royal Tenenbaums. I know Kerry is a big Wes Anderson fan. I've not seen and, Royal uh, Tenenbaums. But I that, have. I had a, remember I had a friend of mine that I used to argue with a lot that he he thought it was the worst movie he'd ever seen, that it was pointless. And, it, and I remember thinking, like having this conversation, saying it wasn't like it wasn't that bad. Right. I kind of enjoyed it. And he goes, "Oh, you're just saying that." 
to <laughs> to be hipsterish or whatever. And I'm like, there's nothing hipster about me. I just thought it was right. it was a it was a different that the quirk is a different type of, of yeah. thing that he that Wes Anderson does really well. I haven't seen all of his movies. I wouldn't right. profess to like him near as much as Carrie does. Yeah. But I like I like the Life Aquatic with Steve Zizou. Have you seen that? Not seen that. It's a it's just it's a weird movie. It's about weird people. Yeah. Weird characters. If you haven't seen it, like I would highly recommend. It. Oh yeah, yeah. It's that, a really good movie. Those are probably all the Wes Anderson movies. When we there's a part on here. What movie haven't you seen that you really want to see? Mm-hmm. And I was having trouble really thinking of one. But I would maybe those. Because I've heard good, you know, I've heard good things about him. Um, sports movie, he said, he said we named the baseball trinity. He thinks Bull Durham is the best blend of sports and life. I'd, I would agree with that. Uh, the one, the one that y'all you commented on was the best car chase. He said Mad Max Fury Road. Yes, and he's he's right. Which he's right. I, it, it, that's one of those. As we talk, you know that you're going to glaringly omit something yes, that yeah. should have that should have been an answer. Mm-hmm. And I remember when I first saw this list six months ago, when we were talking about doing this show, yeah. as I went through that being my answer, but the day that we sit down, I, I don't, I never bring notes. Yeah, that's right. Um, I don't even know the movie. I only have the notes. So I know the list. I don't even know the movies you're going to ask. Right. Like, you know, I have no question. idea. Yeah. So, like, I'll probably do another glaring omission today. But Carrie is absolutely right. If you've never seen Mad Max Fury Road. I cut it off. What? Never seen the whole thing. It just, I, it just wasn't for me. See, I just don't. Like, what I, about it didn't you like? I'll tell you what. I, you know what? Like, you can't look away from it. You have to watch it. I wanted so bad to look away from it that I turned it off. But that's what I'm saying. In order to watch that movie and enjoy it, you have to close your laptop and put your phone down because it moves at a thousand miles a minute. No. I, and I'm saying, I don't think you have the ability to put your gadgets down for two hours to watch a film and enjoy it like the way that that movie needs to be watched. Challenge, I think if challenge you, accepted. You put the phone down, uh-huh. you put it in another room, put the laptops in another room, you get here, let, let me finish, you get here by yourself. Cut your lights down, cut that movie on, cut it up loud, mm-hmm. get it in high def, streaming, mm-hmm. get you some popcorn, sit right here. Yeah. Put you some popcorn <laughs> and a drink and a bag of M&Ms or whatever. Yeah. And strap in. Yeah. And allow you, drink like three monsters so you're jacked up. Yeah. So like you need to be jacked up to watch this movie, man. And you throw that film on. And I, I defy you to tell me that you don't. I'm enjoy just going to tell either. you, like the bad guy in it, who's got like the oxygen. Yeah, and a the, Morton Joe. Yeah, that just freaked me out. That's the point. He's supposed to freak you. Yeah, out. Yeah, but I, I just he chose. scared you. I guess so. Yeah, it was okay. gross to you. You were like, it was gross crazy. to me. It was very gross, and I don't like gross stuff. And I turned it off. But there's a po- there's a one of the things on here is the movie you don't like that everybody else loves. I guess I know what my answer is. <laughs> okay, great, great, great. No, I mean I just like I feel like honestly though it is a movie that is meant to be enjoyed without gadgets around you. I got like you. You, you have because they're traveling, you know, 
90 miles a, a second in this yeah. movie. And something's going on. And if you look away for for five minutes and lose, I could see how it would not be a good movie. If you watched it distracted at all, it would not be good. It is on. I'm, I'm seeing where it's streaming. I'm seeing what it's on. Here's what we. I'm gonna have to. I'll I'll buy this movie and watch it. Wait. So instead of you, instead of that. Uh huh. What if? Uh huh. A couple of weeks from now, when you and me get together, it's gonna be Halloween. We watch it together. Will it be Halloween? Yeah, in two weeks it's Halloween. It will. We should watch the original Halloween together. We should watch Mad Max Fury Road together. Let's watch. Let's watch Halloween. Or how about Halloween 2018? We saw that. I saw that in the theater. That's right. So, have you seen the original Halloween? Yes, we did watch that. So, okay, we can do Mad Max Fury Road. I watch but, wherever you want to watch. No, Draco, no, no. I was going to say, let's watch some scary movies. Yeah. Okay. Is, it, well, Mad Max is obviously a scary movie to For me. you, evidently it is. Do you have it on Blu-ray? I do. I don't have a Blu-ray yeah, player. Well, it's not going to do us any good then, is it? You have a blue. What, oh, no, well, you got, we can get one of the kids' Xboxes. There you go. Pick that up. Bada boom, bada bing. There you go. Done. We do a two-hour commentary on Mad Max Fury Road. That would just be for – I would put that on the $15 patron. Yeah. That's what I would do. There you go. You, who's going to listen to that? I mean, I would. If I would do it, I would listen to it. Carrie, Carrie, speaking of scary movies, Carrie said – that his scary movie was Requiem for a Dream. Mm-hmm. I could see that. Is that the one with Ron Williams and Cuba Gooding Jr.? No. No, that's Men of Honor. No, no. no. That's Robert De Niro and Cuba No, Gooding. it is. Wait, who's that's uh, What Dreams May Come. Oh. It's Robin Williams. and That movie's terrible. Really? You didn't like that? What is Requiem for a Dream? I've not it seen it. It is all about the um, disintegration of the human brain due to addiction. And the depths of, of well, the gravity. That I don't think we can need to go there. What? <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying I'm getting uncomfortable even thinking about really? it. Really? Yeah. Then you definitely don't need to. If, I'm going to tell you what. If a Morton Joe freaked you out in Mad Max Fury Road, Requiem for a Dream is not for you. Let's watch it. You want to? Let's watch it that day. Okay. But I'm telling you. And you will, we'll watch these movies on Saturday not, I, and you go will, to church with me on we, Sunday. We will not. Oh, you do not need to watch it with your kids around. No, there will be, yeah. No, it's but. not, uh, yes, but he is right. It's a very, 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 I've seen it. Uh, well, I, we're going to get there. I think, I, it, I think it actually is on my, well, yeah, because the one film that I, that I, yeah. All right, I'm trying to find Joe's, um, uh, trying to find Joe's list, sorry. Um, oh, phooey. Um. All right, Mark. Uh, talk about something. Promote something. Talk about your family or whatever. Well, uh, man, it's weird. I feel like I had a story that I wanted to tell. And dang it, if I just can't think of it right now, because I got a belly full of people. All right, here we go. Sorry, I, I fi- find it. Um, for childhood, he had Red Dawn, Karate Kid, Star Wars. These were they, this was a group mm-hmm. of people: Red Dawn, Karate Kid, Star Wars, Goonies. Best opening scene, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Wait, wait, I think let's we go back and talk about that. Oh, I'm sorry. Don't you? I would definitely. All the, I think I even said Goonies. 
I get every one of those, and especially Karate Kid. I was surprised you didn't say Karate Kid. Yeah. When we talked about movies that reminded us of our childhood. Because that's another one like I didn't think about, but it absolutely makes sense. Here's the thing. Yeah, Elizabeth Shue. <laughs> Here's the thing. Elizabeth Shue. I'm telling you, uh, yeah, I love, man, I love me some Karate Kid. I know. Have you watched Cobra Kai yet? I've watched both seasons. I watched them when they were on YouTube. Okay. Miss yeah. um, Whitman just finished them. They, I'm telling you. Uh, she said it was really well done. Let me tell you. So, the thing that I love about Cobra Kai is in Karate Kid, it's black and white. Mm-hmm. This is the good guys, just like wrestling. Good guys, bad guys. Right. Cobra Kai is very realistic. Just like in life. What happens when the good guys aren't as good as you think they are? And the bad guys ain't as bad as you think they are. Uh-huh. And what happens when a good kid goes bad and a bad kid goes good? Yeah. And then they switch places. Huh. Yes. Have you watched it? No. I need to. I'm planning to. I just haven't yet. I never get a day off to do it. I always wind up over here recording the show all day long when I get a, a nice day at home alone that I could do those types of things. I have to come over here and listen to you interrupt me all day long and, you know. <laughs> Tell me why you don't like the things that I enjoy. Point out my flaws like you did earlier as you led me down the path to answer a question uh, in a way that, that painted, portrayed me in less than a positive light. And, and I don't even know why you did that because it's not like I've ever done anything like that to you. <laughs> that was one of the greatest moments in show history. and we It wasn't being recorded. It wasn't being recorded as you asked me this question and the look that came over your the satisfied look when you had led me to the point yeah. of saying what you wanted me to say. The look, and then you sat back. If y'all could have seen it, he sat back with the most satisfying look. I expected you to pull out a cigarette and smoke it. You looked so satisfied. You crossed your fingers I did. And, laid, and laid them across your stomach and just looked at me. Because I saw this look in Mark's eye. That end. 40 years of friendship and six years of doing a podcast together. I had never seen this look in my eyes. And the look was, oh, he got me. Yeah, he got me. I mean, I have never. Mark, twist my words. He's, he, well, he makes me, he gets me to step in it myself quite a bit. Yeah, oh, I'd absolutely twist around the things that you say to lead you back, to lead you in a circle and bring you back to where I can ask you a question and go, ah, and, and you did it to me this morning. It was great. And it was actually in the middle of a very serious, yeah. honest conversation. Oh, yeah, man, but it was great. I loved it. Uh, Red Dawn, did you see the new Red Dawn? I did. It just was. No, it didn't have any of the the heart. No, that's right. That's right. Uh, You know, I guess heart's the right word, man. Like, there was a. There was almost a realism to the first one. Uh huh. Because it looked gritty and it. Yeah. I mean, obviously, neither one of them are going to happen. Not that way. Yeah. You know, not. Tell me, uh, did you ever sit in school and look out the window and, and think, what would happen? 
I yeah. just I just watched Red Dawn and realized, hey, if that happens at Pendleton, I'm dead and y'all are screwed. Because I screwed because you'll be dead, and you won't be there to, to no no to give us a motivational speech to get us. No, I mean I'm not even gonna pee in the radiator. <laughs> I'm gonna be dead. You just gonna you just gonna roll over and yeah. salute comrade. <laughs> no, there I'll be the first one shot. <laughs> no, I think you wouldn't. I'd probably be the traitor. I think you'd be the guy that was running back and forth getting coffee for the communists. You know. You, you're probably not. <laughs> I'd be the guy that swallowed the tracking device. Yeah, and led them all back to us. Not to me. I would, I would by that point, have worked my way up the rank and file of the communists. <laughs> 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 I'd, be, I'd be telling them where y'all were at. They got a farm down yonder, got a burned out house. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> you think those communists would get down there to Malmato? They would come across my mama. They oh, would try Lord. to commandeer that property, uh-huh. and within ten minutes, they would they would be sending out memos to the entire Russian <laughs> fleet. Avoid this address. Yes, that's right. <laughs> It's not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, best opening scene, their group said Raiders of the Lost Ark. I think we discussed that. I think we that. talked about that one. Favorite pre-'70s movie, Gone with the Wind, Wizard of Oz. We discussed those. Uh, first movie you saw in the theaters, they had Star Wars and E.T. I think that was ours. Um, movie you wish you'd been there for opening night, Star Wars, New Hope. Yeah. Movie you've seen the most. This was some of their answers. Young Guns. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's a... Tombstone. Mm-hmm. Shawshank Redemption and Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Let me ask you this. I know Shawshank Redemption is based on a book by Stephen King, but it's mm-hmm. not... It's it's a novella. Right. It's not a big, long nah. book. It's not. I think I want, I want to read that. I have it somewhere. I read it. Because it came in a book with that and... Uh, the body, which was the, the story for Stand by Me, uh huh. And there's there's two other ones in there, but I can't remember. But I remember reading that. That I think it's called Different Seasons. I didn't know uh, Stand by Me was based on a Stephen King, but mm-hmm. you know they're redoing The Stand. Yeah, it's going to be on that CBS All Access. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I'm probably not subscribing to that. I know for a fact I'm not. <clears throat> Favorite movie quote: "You can't handle the truth from a few good men." That's a good one, man. That's a, uh, have you heard Rob Reiner tell the story uh-uh. of them recording that scene uh-uh. and how they wind up recording it like maybe four different times? Because he said the way that they that they would record would basically be you would set a camera on Nicholson mm-hmm. and you would record the other people yeah. acting and him reacting yeah. to what they said. Yeah. So Tom Cruise is pounding on, and it, so you would film Nicholson's reaction, even the, and then you would film him saying, but the other people would it would be like a table read basically yeah. for everybody else. Yeah. They would just read their line. Uh huh. I want the truth. You can't, you know. Yeah. And then he would deliver his line, but when when they were recording their reactions, he would just say, "You can't handle the truth." Yeah. And and everybody else, but he said Nicholson was all in. And for like the however many times from the time they started rehearsing mm-hmm. till the final shot that he went hard mm-hmm. every single time. 
on the you can't handle the on drugs. that whole scene. Really, that he he brought it yeah. every single time, and he said every single time he nailed it. Yeah, just like he did the final scene, and he pulled him to the side. Rob Reiner pulls him to the side, and he said, "Jack, you don't have to wear yourself out mm-hmm. on this. Like we're not even shooting you; we're just shooting reaction scenes in the courtroom." And he said that his Nicholson's reaction to him was, "I love to act." And I don't get a chance to get material this good very often. Uh-huh. I just love doing it. And that's why he did it hard every time. Wow. That's why he went like that every time, because he just loved doing it. Yeah. And evidently, the You Can't Handle the Truth, if I'm not mistaken, was not the original line. Really? It was, um, I don't remember, but I'm sure you could you could find it. But evidently, I don't know if he messed up and said it that way, or... Or what happened, or he just thought, man, how about if I try it this way? Yeah. Can we try it this way? I think that'll be a good line. But I don't think that was the original line. It was something else. Wowzers. Um, favorite sports movie they had Major League, which we discussed. Mm-hmm. Rocky. Yeah. Uh, Stealing Home. I'm not familiar. I've heard of that. But I haven't seen it. You know one we didn't mention What's that? that's, that's awesome, too, is For the Love of the Game. Have you seen that? I have seen that movie once. The Kevin I Costner where I he's s- throwing the perfect game. Yeah. And it's, every pitch is like flat. I've always thought if they were going to make a Ric Flair mm-hmm. um, documentary. Yeah. Docu- I'm sorry. A Ric Flair film yeah. about his life. Yeah. That that's the way that they should do it. But that instead of the perfect game, it would be the match with Shawn Michaels yeah. at WrestleMania. Where – um, you know, you would start off with him standing backstage waiting on the music to start, uh-huh. and then the bump bump would start, and mm-hmm. that, at that moment it would flash back to his childhood. Yeah. And then we would get him in the ring, and it would flash back to, to his in-ring debut. Yeah. And then throughout the ebb and flow of the match, when he's when he's on offense, yeah. you might see the good times. When he's getting beat down in the ring, you'd flash back to the bad times. Yeah. And then you would get to that realization, and then the two films converge in the timeline. Yeah. And we see him. And that be you don't have to go past the the retirement the next night. Right. Really, you don't even have to go past the I love you, I'm sorry, one, yeah. two, three, boom, boom. Maybe we get back to the rent. We get back, and they're hugging each other backstage. Yeah. And the two timelines converge with one another. And I think that's the perfect way to make the Ric Flair story in in film form. Yeah. I'm just sitting here, like, picturing that. It's awesome, right? That's awesome. Copyright. I copyright that idea. Mm-hmm. I copyright the name Ric Flair. <laughs> that's such a great match. Can we watch that match? Sure. We can watch that match. We can do whatever we want to. Mm-hmm. I just, as you were saying that, like, and I know Shawn Michaels has said at some point he hurts his ribs. Uh-huh. He he injures himself. Right. And he felt like that kind of took him out of the match. Mm-hmm. But I, you wouldn't know it to see it. No, I mean, no. Unless you really knew what you were looking for. Right. You wouldn't, you wouldn't pick up on that. But, yeah. And another Kevin Costner film that we didn't mention, Ten Cup. Oh, that, yeah. How great is so that? So good. How great is that? That he would rather lose and make the shot. Yeah. Then, then take the mulligan and and win. I love that. Yeah. It's very good. Uh, favorite car chase scene, Italian job, French connection. Or not the mulligan. Take the drop, I should say. 
That's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah, the opposite of a mulligan. Right, the opposite of a mulligan. Uh, Italian job, French connection, born identity. So I think we discussed those. Yeah. And the movie that scared you the most was The Shining, the, uh, the Shining, and Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, Shining. I get, I get why people were scared by The Shining. I, I told and you, and Nightmare on Elm Street. I get that. The original Nightmare on Elm Street is very, very scary. Yes. Yeah. Um, I told Joe before they, because he's like, "Hey, man, tonight we're doing a bonfire. And we're going to talk. I'm like, record it. Yeah, need to record it. Yeah, we'll- I'm like it'll be good. Um, and he said, I should have recorded it. Um, so we're going to pick up with number 11 and, uh, we'll go through these. Let me see how much. Oh, we're good. Uh, movie with the best soundtrack. Boy, that's a good one. Mm -hmm. That's a good one. Days to Confuse. Mm -hmm. Got a great soundtrack, um, which is just basically every cool 70s song. And they're always like playing in the background on the radio. American Graffiti, another film Mm -hmm. like that. It's got a great soundtrack. Then there's that golden era in the 80s of like the Footloose and the Top Gun soundtracks. Um, Last of the Mohicans, if you're looking for something kind of different, that incredible Last of the Mohicans soundtrack is so, I mean, just epic. And and I was listening to it like a week ago. As Mm. a matter of fact, I was doing some stuff around the house and I just, I put that on. Um, And then you got Guardians of the Galaxy. That's one I had. Recently, right right now. Both of those, really good. I know. There was one that I was thinking of. And, man, it is just heavy metal has got a good soundtrack. Never seen that. It's a cartoon. Um, Have you ever seen the uh, Steve Jobs movie? Hey, guys, sorry that we we got interrupted. But this actually uh, is a... uh, good place to to stop this is a cliffhanger mm-hmm. cliffhanger of an episode we're right in the middle of talking soundtracks mm-hmm. so if you come back the next episode is going to pick up talking about soundtracks and then you're going to get the rest of this discussion how's that sound mark sounds good to me okay thanks right, uh, wait did i end that right bye bye <laughs> And that's it this week, fans. So long for now.